0: Sitting beside you, talking your ear off. Adventures with Jolie, sitting in your car. It starts right now. It does start right now. I want you to know it starts right now. It's been many, many weeks since the last time I was able to present you with a new episode. I'm sorry, things happen. But we're here now, and that's all that matters. I want you to focus on the good, the positive. The positive is I'm positive that I'm trying to cut together another episode of the podcast. The last episode was Thanksgiving... Wait, no, edit me. The last episode was a Halloween-themed episode. And I guess this one should be Thanksgiving-themed, but mm, I don't have a lot of Thanksgiving content because I haven't been recording. A lot of reasons for that, but one of them is that I was spending the time in the car dictating my National Novel Writing Month novel that I gave up on about a week ago. So I guess I should start recording audio again because, I don't know, there might be someone out there who's who's been holding their breath this whole time. That poor person has been holding their breath for many weeks. We should check on them. One of you in the back there, can you go check on that person who's been holding their breath waiting for a new episode? So I felt bad enough about not being prepared for Thanksgiving for all of you. And I am thankful for you in my own special way. I kind of put together some Thanksgiving songs because there aren't enough Thanksgiving songs. And perhaps you were looking for a ringtone, and you need one of those. I have put together a song for you. I will be playing that next, and then I will be following that up with some audio that was recorded in the past. Not the distant, distant past, but it's at least two or three weeks old. Enjoyed this. And we'll try to get back to a more regular schedule. Everybody okay with that? Good, even the one in the back who went to look for the person who was holding their breath? Well, you can always rewind and re-listen. Thank you. Was an absolute delight, right? I'm, I'm I'm, not exaggerating how awesome that was, am I? I think we're all on the same page. All right, so that was one of the two Thanksgiving songs I wrote, and I, I understand that one ended kind of abruptly. I would say it was by design, but I only recorded about eight bars of all of the music part. And when that ended, you know, then the song ended. This other song is, I think, even shorter than that. I was playing with GarageBand to see if I could create harmony. The, The fundamental problem is that I don't know how to create music, and I certainly don't know how to... (laughs) I have a hard time with the whole singing first and then adding music later, which you will see because it's super pitchy and also the timing is wildly off. But I had so much fun creating it. I was laughing my fool head off. Poor Tom sitting next to me waiting for me to be done. So... I just want to point out, you're getting two, not one, two free songs this week, just because I love you all. Thanks. Thank you. you. I want to eat turkey. sang you a song. I don't know if you would have liked that. Maybe you would have. I I think, do people think they sound better when they're singing than they do? I mean, there are people who sound great when they sing. Like my son, who has been performing on stage since he was 13, and he's 20 now. Um, he's push, he's, he's on the far side of 20. couple of months he'll be 21 he sounds great whenever he sings so but he has probably the same self-esteem self-confidence issues that I do because that's the joke that mother nature plays on you you have this little baby and you're like oh I finally created a perfect human and then it turns out their brains work like yours and it is frightening to see. I don't know if, I don't know how many of you have kids or don't have kids, but what I will explain to you is the amazement you feel when you witness your child acting like you or or f- having the same emotional reaction to something that you do and you didn't know that that was a thing that could be carried forth in your genetics. like. Okay, I get eye color. He has my eye color. I think it's mine. Um, His father also has blue eyes, but the shade is closer to mine, I think. But it could be either of us. And then, you know, he's just, he looks exactly, or he did when he was born, looks exactly like his father. But then he had my personality traits. So he has his father's acting and singing talent possibly his father's eyes, but I think I'm going to claim that one because the rest of him looks like his father. But then weird things like he, it makes him uncomfortable when someone's going to get in trouble for something. We discovered this when he was like four or five and I was shocked that it bothers him just as much as it bothers me. It's, that's not something that. I would have communicated to him that's not something that would have come up. It's just he, he, he literally was watching an episode of Rugrats. So let's time stamp that. He was watching Rugrats, and Angelica was doing something for which she was going to be caught and she would get in trouble. And he ran out of the room because he didn't want to see. It made him so uncomfortable that she was doing something and there was an adult on the way who was going to catch her so she would get in trouble. He ran out of the room. He couldn't watch it. And my then-husband and I looked at each other and I was thinking, oh my God, that's me. I I can't watch things where someone is going to get in trouble. I'm very bothered by any show where someone like breaks into an office to look for something because i am 100 percent convinced that they're going to get caught someone's going to wander in and find them and it bothers me so much that i have been known to change the channel when that's going on and i realized my son is made uncomfortable by the exact same thing which means that sort of nonsense is in your dna (laughs) And I think you need to keep that in mind when you're planning on having your 15 children, that many of your best traits, but also many of your worst traits, could end up living in the house with you in the form of a little person. I have a hard time getting out of bed most mornings. I don't think I'm alone in that. I think that that's pretty standard for humans. I hear farmers get up super early, and I don't know if it's if because it's they want to or because they have to. And if it's because they want to, how do you get to be like that? How do you get to be a person who likes to get up early in the morning? Because I'm not that person. And I don't... I don't have any clue how people who do, make it happen. It's very good when I'm not moving. I've heard that a car is really good acoustically for recording stuff. I should mention that to my son. He should record... He should record an album in a car. Like, record the whole thing. I know it's awkward for getting all the instruments and the recording equipment all set up in the car, but I've heard it's, it's good because acoustically, well, not like if you're driving, okay, and not if you're in a busy place, but if you have a relatively well-insulated car and you're in a place where there's not traffic driving by all the time and stuff, it is supposed to be really good acoustically I know nothing about acoustics I am not a science person I let other people handle the science the other people who are well equipped to handle science I let them do it sometimes I watch them on the science channel and they terrify me I've realized that I'm more scared of the TV shows on the Science Channel than I am of the TV shows on, say, uh, Investigation Discovery, where you know it's all about murderers and rapists. It's that—that that is its own kind of scary. It's a different scary, but it's not even scary necessarily. I watch. I do watch a lot of the ID channel, and I don't know why. I probably shouldn't. It doesn't seem like the kind of thing that I should watch. Because when I was growing up, I had an unbelievable, uncontrollable fear of intruders. I don't know what I thought the intruders were going to do to me. I'd they, i never been threatened by an intruder, our house had never been broken into, I, my parents really didn't let us watch news, or we just didn't have any interest in watching the news. So. I don't know where that came from, we later, much later, I can't even tell you how many years I would just lay awake thinking, if I lay very, very still, bad guys can't hurt me, or, but really it, it dates back to, um, alright, I need you all to get the kids out of the room before I talk about this, so, I'm sorry that they can't listen to this particular episode, let's assume that, you know, you can fast forward like, uh, four minutes? No, maybe even three. I'll get the initial part over with now. Okay? Um, it all started when I was still of the age that I believed in Santa. And I know this is hard to believe if you've been around children today because they are so different than we were back then, but I... I actually believed in Santa until I was eleven or twelve. There was no um, classmate ruining it for me. I actually, I actually figured out that there was no Santa because I Nancy Drewed the shit out of that. I, um, I, we had a closet down in our basement, and I don't remember why I went in there, but I went in there for something, and there was, there was a slot car set, and that I had asked for, for Christmas, because I don't know if I've mentioned this, but uh, my sister and I, you know, God bless my parents, I, they, they raised us, like, boy, there was no difference between boy stuff and girl stuff. My whole life, you know, I never had the, I never had my parents saying, you're not allowed to play with that, that's boy toys, so... Um, we, we would get things like cap guns we would get sports equipment my dad put a basketball hoop up for us in the backyard um, any you know we used to play I played softball you know that's what you do but we used to play big ball baseball with the neighbors who were five boys We'd all they weren't all playing with us because clearly some of them were <clears throat> out of that age range but they just they never said, "Oh, you're supposed to be playing with dolls." We had dolls. And we had like the little kitchen set, and we had all that stuff, but then we also played, well, I I was the one who came up with a lot of this stuff, but we used to play this thing with Matchbox cars and clothespins, and we would basically take a card table and turn it into streets and, and parking lots and we had little cities and we used the the clothespins to outline neighborhoods and stuff and basically we just drove matchbox cars everywhere we drove them all over the table that was a big one we used to like to do i used to also arrange you know when you play pretend instead of playing store i used to play casino which is very telling I don't know if my mom knew that. We used to use the spinner from the Game of Life. I feel like I talked about this, but maybe I was just telling someone. I don't know what the Game of Life is like now. They probably have some fancy electronic thing. You don't have the the fancy um, nine-number colorful board. And on that, you used to... I think you would put something on the middle three numbers, the four, five, and six, and then you would spin... And if you got one, two, or three, I'm gonna make this up, because I do not remember. One, two, or three, you lost. Four, five, or six was even, and seven, eight, nine, you won? Does that sound right? Close enough for this conversation. So we had that piece of cardboard that was in the box that had the nine numbers on it, and we had the spinner, and then um, I turned that into Maybe it was. Maybe that's how we used it. <laughs> maybe it wasn't. That's how you used it in the game. But that's how we were using it. Basically, we were taking, like, Monopoly money, and then we were uh, wagering. I created roulette out of, the, out of the spinner for the game of life and the cardboard, colorful cardboard um, strip that had the numbers on it. And you'd place your bets on one of the numbers and if it landed on that you won and if it didn't you lost and my neighbor Barbara would she might have a restaurant she might have some other store you know we would be in my basement in different parts of my basement but I would run a casino I wasn't that old I didn't know too much about casinos I don't think but I knew enough to know what roulette was so Hated playing life, but really enjoyed having that spinner available to play casino. So that that probably gives you some wonderful insights into my brain. As a child, that's the kind of thing that I was into. I mean there was a lot of other stuff, but that was that one makes me laugh now thinking about it because I I don't know. And I don't think my mother was paying much attention to us because seems like the kind of thing she would have put a stop to. I should ask her about that. I don't know if I'll remember. Maybe I'll make a note. I should start a note on my phone called Things to Ask Mom. That would be one of them. Mom, were you aware that I was playing, playing casino in the cellar? She probably was and didn't care because we, t- we were amusing ourselves and as a mother, I understand. Sometimes you make choices and you say, I am going to ignore whatever they're doing because they're quiet enough and no one's bleeding. That's, that's the sign of a good afternoon as a parent. Couldn't interest my son in doing something like that. But I also, I don't think we ever bought life because, God, I hated that game. And I don't know why. There wasn't anything inherently wrong with it. I just really didn't like it. I was a very bossy child. I don't, I'm sure the people... People who know me now completely and totally get that. That'll do it for us this episode. As you may have guessed from listening to 17 episodes, I record a lot of audio in the car. It's Thanksgiving week. I'm not going to be in the car all that much. But as soon as I am, you're going to get some new audio. I realize this is a very American-centric episode. I've been talking about Thanksgiving a lot. So maybe I should just refer to it as Thursday. want you all to have a good Thursday, no matter if you're with people you have to be with, people you want to be with, or if you're working or you're just by yourself. I want you to have an outstanding Thursday and make sure... You make it a good day for yourself, however you have to do that. And I promise more of this soon. Super cool.